This is the Pooja and Gurdip podcast from 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdip show. It's fun. They're amazing. I love our nearly impossible question. Uh, we did one earlier this week. And the question was, 63% of, of women think that men over 35 should not do this. And we got a bunch of hilarious answers. One of the, We give out clues when people are struggling. One of the clues was, I did this. Yeah. I don't do it anymore. And someone called in, and they said, wear their hat backwards. And I, they didn't realize, we're radio, they can't see us. I was wearing my hat backwards when they did it. So saying, men over 35 should not wear their hat backwards. I'm 40. I had my hat backwards. You guys all looked at me. We burst out laughing because <laughs> this person said someone, people over 35 shouldn't wear their hat backwards. And it sparked, I don't want to call it a spicy debate, but a healthy debate in here. Mm-hmm. Did it? Or did we all just agree that you should just wear your hat properly? <laughs> properly is backwards. <laughs> sure. If you're cool. Yeah. I and mean, you ain't cool. I think you were having an inner debate about it. The rest I wasn't. of us are, are. No, I wasn't. I was totally good with it. <laughs> I look great with my hat backwards. So I'm like, I'm going to wear it backwards. We decided it's because he's hiding his ponytail. Remember? Uh, that yeah, must be yes. Awesome. Yes, that must that's, be it. That's got to be it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, let me ask Instagram, because you guys are just bullies in here. <laughs> and I asked Instagram, the question was, is it okay for men over 35 to wear their hat backwards? And it posted a video of me wearing my hat backwards. And we got over 1,300 votes. 16- By the way, the only time you share results of an IG poll is when they're in your favor. So I just have, well, I just, just an inkling of uh, where this for, is going. First of all, that's not true. But in, <laughs> but in this case, yes, Instagram is absolutely correct. Oh, wow. Big surprise. 68%. <laughs> So 900 people saying, yes, it's okay to wear your hat backwards. A lot of people are saying they were triggered by this because they're like, dude, I'm like 50. I wear my hat backwards. (laughs) Only 32% saying, no, it's not okay. So I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Let me be real about it. Here's the thing. Of course you can wear your hat backwards. You can do whatever you want. And there's really no, like, there should be no rules about age and what you can and cannot do. I think that's the right answer. I think IG, your poll, they got it right. Here's the thing, though, with you specifically. You got great hair. You have really great hair. So to me, I feel like you're hiding something. I I think you're missing the purpose of a hat, though. A hat isn't to hide your head necessarily. Maybe some days it is. A hat is just, sometimes a hat looks cool with an outfit. It complements an outfit, pops with the shoes, looks good. It feels like Marky Mark. Or you don't want to necessarily like do your hair that. There's lots of different reasons. Pops with the shoes? Yeah. Something I've never said in my life. Oh, yeah. Like the other day I wore my pink hat and I had the soft pink shorts on and it's like pop, pop. You walk into a room, it's like that guy. This is why. That guy. He still wears his hat backwards. Together. Oh, my gosh. I was trying to give you a compliment. I was trying to be on your side. I'm trying to explain fashion spelled with a U. And now I'm back to wear your hat forward, mister. Thank you, Instagram, for laying down the law. From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja and Gurdip Podcast. You know when you get those lists where like, they'll be like 35 things you didn't know you needed from Amazon? Oh, that's dangerous. I love those lists because I'm like, oh, of course I need an extension to my vacuum to be able to clean out the lint in my dryer. Huh? Of course I do. It's, in my, it's currently in my cart, just so you know. How long have you had this card active? <laughs> well, I mean, I started it a couple days ago, and now... couple days? couple days, Would and now I just... Did you ever do this in a store? Moved your virtual <laughs> card out of the virtual area, you're clogging no, things up? it's to make sure I don't make any, like, sort of, like, rush judgments and, like, just make purchases that are not good for me and a waste of money. Okay. So I, like, I put it in the card, and then I look over it, and then what I do, actually, Boss Bambler, I'm going to call you out, I send the list to the people I love, and I let them know that... This is what you're missing out on. So I sent it to Blair, the same article. 
the 35 things you need from Amazon. Yeah, and nothing's in my cart because I bought, I'll tell you what I bought. <laughs> oh, you the, bought something off the I list. bought the magnetic air fryer cheat sheet <laughs> that tells you how long to cook certain foods. That's on the fridge. Bought it. The international power converter, I got that. The rechargeable lighter. It's Ooh, actually a battery-powered lighter. Like hacking darts? What do you need a lighter for? <laughs> what do you know? Like candles. Barbecues. Especially when you get big to the... Guy? Yeah, big candle guy. <laughs> okay. And wet and forget shower cleaner. You just spray it on and it cleans the shower. Oh, I saw that one. I didn't put get it in it. my car. Okay, that one I might get need. It. Does it work? I don't know. <laughs> ooh, ooh, you like this one, Gurdip. Um, This thing is a meter that you put in the soil of your plants, because I know you're, you're plant parent. You're really good at it. I'm not. I managed to, like, kill everything. So you put this little meter in the plant, and it tells you the moisture level, and then you know whether you're going to water it or not water it or how much water you need. Doesn't the moisture level depend on what type of plant it, it is? Like- yeah, but it just measures the moisture. How much time have you spent on this, like, three days? Like, what, what's been... This is... So every time you've been on your phone the last, this week on the show, is this what you're doing? Yes. I thought you were working on the show. Yes. I will admit this is what I'm doing. But here's the thing. I don't even know how much time has gone by. That's the problem. I start thinking, oh, I'll just, I'll just look through this. And next thing I know, it's been 45 minutes on this list. Well, that's the feature Amazon's not going to add is the time clock up top. <laughs> check check your Apple screen time for this week. I'm pretty sure all of it has been spent <laughs> on this article of 35 things you can't live without. The Pooja and Gurdip podcast from 98.1 CHFI. What's the biggest sense of community you were involved in? Got me feeling all warm and fuzzy watching the Buffalo Bills on a Monday afternoon, which was just great, by the way. The game was only possible because... They put out the call to Bills Mafia. All the Bills fans had said, come on out and shovel to make this game happen. They had to delay it from Sunday to Monday. Three straight days of shoveling, 60 centimeters of snow, all to watch their Bills win. I mean, how good does that feel if you're a fan? You were a part of that. You literally helped sort of pave the way for that win. It's just amazing. And I'm wondering, what was the biggest sense of community you were involved in or you witnessed? Got lots of calls on this. Let's try another one here. Uh, Milton, Cynthia, good morning. What's yours? So a couple of years ago, um, two of my neighbors' families all came down with COVID at Christmas, um, and they had to cancel all their family plans and all their Christmas plans. So I went out and got everybody Tim Hortons coffee and donuts for breakfast and dropped it off on their front porch. And then for dinner, I made a big lasagna and I dropped them off, you know, dinner, salad, a bottle of wine at their door. Um, and it just made me feel so great because their Christmas was ruined. But it was just kind of like we live in a really tight community and Milton on our street, especially. And um, I'm a cancer survivor and they were quite lovely to me five years ago when I needed help. So, yeah, it was just kind of paying it forward. I love that story so much. And I bet, you know, every time Christmas rolls around, I bet that they remember that story and they share that story probably every Christmas because it's probably, I don't want to speak for them, but it's probably amongst their warmest Christmas memories ever that you went and did that out of the goodness of your own heart. Yeah, it was it was a great feeling, though, because, you know, it's just COVID was awful. And, yeah. you know, like I said, they had to cancel their plans. So mm-hmm. it just made me feel better. We were all stuck in the house. So I just made use of my time. I love that. And that's that's doing it right. That's keeping it what it's meant to be about at that time of the year. Cynthia, uh, thank you so much for sharing that and call us more often. OK, I will. I just remembered a sense of community uh, story as well. And Cynthia, thanks for the call. Um, I think I might have shared this with you guys last year. I was looking at a condo with my real estate agent, empty condo. We're having a look. All of a sudden, we hear a knock at the door, and it's two lovely ladies from Saskatchewan who had just flew in and taken an Uber to this condo in downtown Toronto, and I'm looking like, what are they doing here with suitcases? Like, I am just happened to be in this condo looking at it with my agent, and they're like, hey, we're here for the Airbnb. We're like, what? Like, we're a real estate agent and just a guy. Like, what, what are you talking with? 
Anyways, it turns out they had gotten scammed by someone and someone had just taken pictures of this unit and they had paid this huge deposit on this place, showed up and they had nowhere to stay. And it was their first time in Toronto. I could see the disappointment in their eyes. So uh, my agent and I jumped into action. We had a quick conversation. So I brought them over to my place. I got them a guest suite at my condo where they spent the night, gave them some time to, and it was winter as well. So gave them some time to figure things out. They ended up booking another hotel. They also ended up getting their uh, refund from Airbnb because I'm thinking, man, they're from Saskatchewan. Their first impression of Toronto is getting here and getting scammed. I wanted to wash that taste out of their mouth. They ended up having a great trip and we actually still keep in touch to this day. So we uh, went for coffee, we hung out and it was uh, just lovely. So shout out. Thank you for all your great calls. Sense of community. Restore our faith in this city. We need that sometimes, right? Thank you, Bill's Mafia, for inspiring us up here in Toronto. The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. This is the Pooja and Gurdjieff Podcast. Technology is great for the most part. Can't mm-hmm. live with it, can't live without it. Sometimes you come across a piece of technology and you're like, did we really need this? Is this necessary? Is it necessary? I don't know. And Bossman Blair, you came across something right here at the Rogers campus that was a bit of a head scratcher. So there's this, we have our three garbage, you know, recyclable, um, organic, and regular trash, but there's a little camera, like a webcam above it. And you walk by it, can I help you? I, help me what? <laughs> it, will, it will tell you if you put the garbage that you want to throw away up to the camera, that's recyclable. Like, Oh, so, so it tells you if it's paper or plastic yeah. or whatever? But, okay, helpful, but, but necessary? I don't think so. And it has a name. Oscar. It's Oscar. So Oscar, can I help you? Can I help you? It's like a little needy, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got the trash thing down. It went off the other day <laughs> when I walked by it. Yeah. And it was like, that's organic. And I'm like, that's just me. Thank you. You <laughs> have <laughs> a compliment. <laughs> Great. Thanks. I'm but organic, you know, but I'm trash. But you know what also happens? You know, we have... <laughs> Have you ever done this where you put your hands under the faucet and I've gone, how come it's not working? Mm -hmm. The faucet, you know, the automatic faucet? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because they were faucets. They were actual taps. Old school taps. (laughs) I'm like, what is wrong? I don't know how to get the water out. (laughs) See, that happened to me in the women's bathroom, but it was one of the automatic taps and I just kept putting my hands under and nothing was happening and nothing was happening. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? Now now my hands are not washed. I've got to leave here and open a bunch of doors to get to another bathroom. (laughs) It was a disaster all because of Technology. technology. And I know this one's happened to all of us in the bathroom. And if you say it hasn't, you're lying. You put your hand under the automatic soap dispenser, you're like, oh, it's not working. You take your hand away, soap just spills. And <laughs> yes. like, oh, like, th- why is it the soap on a delay always? I don't know. Like, how long do we got to keep our hand under like, there to get soap? This is too much technology. There is such thing. In my car, if I go to reverse, the radio automatically turns down. As if, like, I don't know how to reverse with the radio on. Oh, because you need to focus. Uh, the the car is determined I need to focus. Thank you for, you know, telling me what to do. But you know how that inconvenient one I kinda, that is? That one I kind of like, though. You know, well, <laughs> I don't need Rhapsody, you singing Macarena at the top of your voice. Bohemian Rhapsody is playing, and I'm like, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, can you? And then, <laughs> gone? There's no thunderbolts of lightning? Oh, it's not it's very, very, fr- very frightening. That's great. I, I tried to play video games with my nephews recently. Recently, I should have given up videos in 2002 because there's so many buttons now. I'm like, oh, so can we buttons. go back to three buttons and like the directional pad? Yes. My nephews are schooling me, laughing at me, not teaching me how to play. I'm like, no. Do you ever just push all the buttons all at once? I've and turned hope into for the, the old guy who matches the keypad, which yes. is what all like my uncles used to do when I was eight, schooling them in video I games. No. Oh, technology. <sighs> Too much technology. From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja Ingridi Podcast.
I saw a thing, actually, a study that said speaking in front of a crowd is considered the number one fear of the average person. I found that amazing. Number two was death. <laughs> death is number two? This means to the average person, if you have to be at a funeral, you would rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. <laughs> That's such a great Seinfeld bit. And probably very true for a lot of people. Public right? speaking it can be nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Pooja, I love you. You're a fantastic co-host. Sometimes the foot gets stuck in your mouth if you're <laughs> spitting out a word. Yes. It happens. Yep. So I wanted to quiz you on um, some phobias Okay. that are really long words that I'm going to have trouble spitting out. Nice. Yeah. I like this game. Are you ready? These are really difficult. I have six of them. Okay. Let's see how many you can get. I have to tell you what the phobia is. I'm going to give you the, the word to describe the phobia. You have to tell me what the phobia is. Okay. It will start off easy-ish. <laughs> oh, great. Asymmetrophobia. Asymmetrophobia. Like fear of things not being symmetrical? Yeah, we're going to give you that one. Fear of asymmetrical things. Okay. Okay, we'll give you that. There All you right. go. You're on the board. Okay. It was okay. in. It was kind of in. The clue was in, in the, yes. the phobia. This one sort of is too, but it's a little more, more difficult. Okay. Globophobia. Afraid of traveling the world? <laughs> <laughs> no. No? Did you just oh. give me a partial ding because you like the answer? I was trying to slap the desk and I slapped the bell instead. I was laughing. Okay. It's, I'm actually going to put the bell away. We won't need it for the rest of the segment. <laughs> Globophobia is fear of balloons. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now the rest of them are really hard. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Syngenesophobia. Syngenesophobia. I will give you a clue. Some folks may have experienced this during Thanksgiving. Being too full after eating turkey <laughs> gives me syngenesophobia. Nope. Um, more, has more to do with, like, the people you're with, maybe. Oh, um, fear of your own family members. Fear of relatives. Come on. Look at you. That's real? That's real. Oh. I think a lot of people have it. <laughs> okay, this one, xanthophobia. Xanth. Xanthophobia, spelt with an X. Oh. Xanthophobia. Oh, are, you, are they afraid of xylophones? No, that's a pretty decent guess, though. Fear of the color yellow. Oh. Yeah. That one doesn't make any doesn't, sense. I mean, yeah. Okay, this one I will butcher. <laughs> I apologize. Arachabutyrophobia. No, that's not real. Yep. No, now you're just making stuff up. Do not guess what it sounds like, because family show, <laughs> arachabutyrophobia. You do not want to know what I, the <laughs> I, first thought that I came know, to my mind. I know exactly what you're thinking, and I will tell you off air. It's fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of one's mouth. <laughs> yeah. What? And this this last one, Pooch, I cannot pronounce, so I'm going to get the help of YouTube. Ready? Mm-hmm. One more time. That's got to be the fear of really long words that you can't pronounce. Fear of long words. Yes! Look at you. You got like three out of six. You passed. <laughs> the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. Welcome to Can't Be Gerdeep. On 98.1 CHFI. And Melanie from Mississauga is hoping to beat Gerdeep. She is sleep deprived like so many of us, Ooh. but here's the thing. Not only is she a sleep-deprived mom, but she's a mom of five-year-old twins. She's a single mom of Whoa. five-year-old twins. So sleep, sleep, what not is that? happening ever. Right, Melanie? <laughs> totally overrated. <laughs> Melanie, you're one of the rare people who gets less sleep than morning show hosts. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready to start one, though, <laughs> with the time I wake up. <laughs> oh. You know, Gurdip often says that he's off his game when he doesn't get enough sleep. And this is one of those days where you didn't get enough sleep, Gurdip. So there's no excuses now because 
Melanie also didn't get enough sleep. Yeah, I'm in the midst of moving, and uh, yeah, up late. Moving is not easy, but it's a lot easier than uh, being a single mom to a twin five-year-olds, so I will stand down. I can send them for some help if you want. Ooh, child labor. <laughs> Babysitting. <laughs> no, you're going to babysit them. Oh, I thought they were going to help me move. <laughs> I can make it more fun. <laughs> Oops. Uh, tell me you're not a parent without telling me you're not a parent. We can fix that in post, right? No, no, we're live. Okay. Okay, Melanie, you know how it works. I'm going to give you five trivia questions. I'll give the same five trivia questions to Gurdip. If you get more right than him. You're going to win $100. You can put that towards the twins and all the diapers and all the things. Well, they're five now. They don't need diapers. But you know what I mean. They're expensive. Yep. Uh, and yep. you also get the bragging rights, which is what this is all about, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and kick Gurdip out of the studio? All right, Gurdip. How about a happy nappy for me since I don't get any? Oh, <laughs> and maybe nap? put your brain to sleep. Okay, <laughs> that's already happening. Yeah, here we go. Power nap starting now. Okay. You forgot. Wait. Because his brain was asleep, he forgot how to get out the door. Okay, he's gone now. Here we go. Gen Zers think good grammar when texting makes you old and out of touch. Who played Dr. Fraser Crane on Cheers? Oh, uh, I want to say Connor something. I pass. It's confirmed 2023 was the hottest year on record. Who sang Hot in Here? Nelly. Usher has quit sugar and drinking to prepare for his upcoming Super Bowl performance. What do we call the annual initiative where people go alcohol-free for the first month of the new year? Dry January. Kelsey Grammer says he wants Shelley Long to return as Diane on the Frasier reboot. What was Diane's last name on the show? Ooh, um, Pass. A new survey says the average worker winds up bored after three years on the job. Steve Jobs was CEO of what company? Apple. Okay, Melanie, we're going to get Gradeep to come back in, see how he does with the same five questions. That's if we can get him up. I don't know. Brain is asleep. You awake? You good? Somebody reboot me. I'm good. Yes. Okay. Gen Zers think good grammar when texting makes you old and out of touch. gosh. Who played Dr. Fraser Crane on Cheers? Yeah, well, then consider me old and out of touch. Uh, that would be one Kelsey Grammer. It's confirmed 2023 was the hottest year on record. Who sang Hot and Her? <laughs> uh, that would be Nelly of the St. Lunatics. Usher has quit sugar and drinking to prepare for his upcoming Super Bowl performance. Okay. What do we call the annual initiative where people go alcohol-free for the first month of the new year? Alcohol-free? I believe that's dry January. Kelsey Grammer says he wants Shelley Long to return as Diane on the Frasier reboot. What was Diane's last name on the show? Two Frasier references in the same episode? What's going on here? What was Diane's last name? Mm-hmm. Oh, I married her. I should know this. Diane. Oh. Mm. Uh, Diane, I don't know. Uh, Keaton. It's not right. Wrong show. Yeah. Uh, A new survey says the average worker winds up bored after three years on the job. Steve Jobs was CEO of what company? How long have we been on this job? How much time do we have? Oh, we still have a little bit of time. We have a year before we get bored? Okay, cool. Uh, Apple. Okay, so Melanie, you got three out of five, correct? You're deep. You got four out of five, correct? (gasps) Oh, 
Melanie. I rebooted my brain just in time. I should have watched Frasier. Oh, not just for this game. It's a delightful show. It's the best show of the 90s. You got to get on board. (laughs) Well, you did great, Melanie, considering you have no sleep ever. And in the end, though, it wasn't enough to beat Gertie. But you know what that means? I know. I got more than half, so I can't complain. I got three at least. Um, by the way, the one that you both missed, uh, Shelly Long, who he wants to return as Diane on Frasier. No. Uh, it was Diane Chambers. Oh, Diane Chambers. Oh. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Nope. Her and Diane Keaton don't hang out. No. Uh, listen, Melanie, you were so much fun, and uh, big love to your five-year-old twins. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Listen to Pooja and Gurdip live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.